Mike Check 717. This is Eric T. Jones, a.k.a. Brother Jones, and I just need five minutes of your time. Welcome to the first session of Q&A with Brother Jones. First, I would like to thank everyone who submitted their questions. I really appreciate your engagement because it allows me to be in conversation with you, and it pushes me to consider topics I may not have discussed on the podcast thus far. If you haven't submitted questions, I encourage you to do so. All questions within reason are welcome. With that being said, I'm going to answer three questions in the following order. Number one, why do brands capitalize on hip hop but hate black people? Number two, what do you think can be done to break the generational divide that comes up in black liberation movements? Number three. What are your thoughts on the treatment of black refugees as they flee Ukraine? Question number one, why do brands capitalize on hip hop but hate black people? This question relates to a comment I posted on my story last week about the U.S. revering black culture while rejecting black humanity. It's important to note that hip hop is big business. It's a multi-billion dollar industry that heavily influences pop culture. So brands are just looking to generate revenue. Unfortunately, we live in a country where profit takes precedence over people, in the words of philosopher Noam Chomsky. I don't know if that means that brands hate black people, but they certainly don't care about black people unless they're consuming the product they're selling. Question number two. What do you think can be done to break the generational divide that comes up in black liberation movements? I think each generation must ask themselves several questions. The first question is, what is causing the generational divide? Once that question is answered, discussed, and understood, the second question should be, is the divide more important than black liberation? I would venture to guess that it's not, because racism is killing black people daily, which leads to the third question. How do we move forward despite our differences? If we look at the civil rights movement, there was division between the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee and the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, but they found ways to compromise and coexist. Likewise, it's essential for each generation to realize their ego isn't greater than black liberation because lives are at stake. Furthermore, I think it would be helpful to reframe generational divides as an illustration of diversity because systemic racism is a sophisticated scheme that requires an array of approaches. So instead of opposing generations focusing on the divide, they should consider merging their methods because getting caught up in their differences will only benefit white supremacy. Question number three. What are your thoughts on the treatment of black refugees as they flee Ukraine? My research focuses primarily on the United States, but it's questions like this that remind me of the global nature of anti-blackness. What we're seeing in Ukraine is an example of what philosopher Charles Mills called the racial contract. For those who may not be familiar with Mills' work, the racial contract argues that white supremacy is a global political system that is constantly being rewritten, meaning it's a tacit agreement among whites throughout the European diaspora that sustains the racial hierarchy. And while the racial contract is contextual, 
we're still facing the ramifications of slavery and colonialism at the end of the day. Despite Europeans distinguishing themselves along ethnic lines, some Europeans may choose to leverage their whiteness to their advantage in moments of crisis like we're seeing in Ukraine. This circumstance raises the following question. How can Africans and people of African descent throughout the diaspora be in solidarity with Ukraine when Ukraine engages in anti-black practices? Don't get me wrong, my heart goes out to Ukrainians. But if we're compelled to see the humanity in Ukrainians, why can't we see the humanity in Nigerians? Well, that wraps up the first session of Q&A with Brother Jones. Make sure you share the podcast with three people, leave a review, follow me on Instagram, and keep your head on swivel.